Hey everybody, uh, this is Mark the Idiot here with episode 5 of the Idiot Speaketh podcast. Welcome back. Uh, today we're going to keep things light and uh, I'll be visiting one of my favorite stories from my old Idiot Speaketh humor blog. This particular story uh, refers to an incident that took place years ago in our former home in Runaway Bay, Texas. It pertains to my battle with the fiercest and scariest creature found here in the Lone Star State, the armadillo. Native Texans, uh, now, depending on the region of the state they come from, refer to them as armadillas, armadillers, or just dillers. Well, I lovingly then just refer to them as armored dachshunds, due to their appearance of being a heavily armored wiener dog. When I wrote this, uh, I had been at war with one particular armored wiener dog over the course of a few nights. Uh, for days, I had walked outside our home to discover the sight of hundreds of little holes being burrowed into our grass. Tiny little holes that you might expect to see if a toddler had been digging holes with a spoon. I got online, googled toddler spoon holes in yard. And sure enough, as, as is the norm with Google, you can find anything. I found an article about how other homeowners had encountered strange holes in their yard. And some of these articles contained photos that showed the exact same kind of holes that I was seeing in my yard. The culprit, an armadillo. An armadillo nocturnally digging for grubs, worms, ants, buried treasure, or whatever the heck these, you know, things dig for during the middle of the night and whatever they eat. Now, this armadillo that was tearing up my front yard every night was about to meet his match. It was a time for the war to end all wars. Armadillo versus idiot. So... I put my game plan into action, and the war began. That next night, I dressed for battle. Being an idiot, a non-native Texan, and with being heavily medicated on painkillers, I dug through our young son's toy box in search of a weapon that I could carry into battle against the armored dachshund from hell. After I had donned every piece of black clothing that I own, had hand-painted my face black with grease paint, had donned a pair of ski goggles, tied pillows to my stomach and back, donned knee pads, doubled up on my Depends adult diapers, had placed a plastic snorkel in my mouth, I was now locked and loaded with the weapon of choice that I had dug out of the toy box, the kid's trusty, high-powered Nerf dart gun. Nerf. When you need overwhelming firepower in an idiotic battle against yard-destroying nocturnal beasts, always look to Nerf. It was go time. I found myself staring in the bathroom mirror. I clenched and tightened my jaw until I could hear teeth beginning to crack. I squinted my eyes as hard as I could, until the vein on the outside of my neck began to throb. I leaned inward, held out the toy gun, and in my best Clint Eastwood growl, I muttered, 
Mr. Armadilla, I know what you're thinking. Did he fire six shots or only five? Well, to tell you the truth, I've lost track myself in all this excitement. But seeing as how this is the Nerf Master Turbo Blaster 9000 by Hasbro, the most powerful man-made weapon made in China, cheap plastic, high-performance, semi-automatic Nerf gun in the whole world, and it could blow your shell clean off, you got to ask yourself a question. Do I feel lucky? Well, do you, punk? I spit out a few tiny pieces of shattered teeth, turned, and noticed that one of our cats had wandered into the bathroom and was now staring at me from a few feet away. I re-clenched my jaw, re-squinted my eyes, held out the toy gun, and turned towards the cat. Go ahead, make my day. The cat yawned, briefly licked itself, and then slowly walked away from the room unamused. I reached down onto the kitchen counter, grabbed the last piece of my armadillo hunting uniform, a plastic Dallas Cowboys football helmet, with a cheap plastic flashlight duct tape to the top, and I wobbled through our house, out the front door, and onto the battlefield, my front yard. First of all, I quickly noticed that the lack of any whale-sized bushes and shrubs in my front yard would not allow me sufficient cover in which to hide while I waited for the armored dachshund to return to resume its grub-digging nightly destruction of my yard. Briefly, I crouched behind my mailbox, which is enclosed in a brick facade out at the street, but this only created a small traffic jam in my street as curious motorists stopped and took my picture with their cell phone cameras, laughing hysterically in the process. It was time for plan B. If the armored dachshund was going to return and try to dig up my yard, brief firing of the synapses in my brain indicated that my best hiding place would be in my yard, as in in my yard. So I waddled off to the garage and got a shovel. Over the course of the next hour, I dug myself a battlefield-worthy trench about six feet long by three feet wide by four feet deep. The resulting dirt pile that I created, piled six feet high next to the trench, would block my view if the armored dachshund chose to attack from the southwest but otherwise, I now had a clear shot to attack any other quadrant of my yard with my high-powered Nerf dart gun. My yard was now a certified kill zone. Kids, don't try this at home. Remember, I'm a professional and an idiot. So, I waited. And waited. Patriotic thoughts began to fill my head. This is America. A man has a right to defend his yard and his property. Patriotic music filled my brain as I dreamed about the good old red, white, and blue. God Bless the USA by Lee Greenwood played proudly in my idiot head. I waited and waited and waited. At about 0230, our graveyard shift police officer stopped his patrol car right in front of my yard. He reached out, clicked on the spotlight attached to his car, scanned the yard with his light, fixated on the dirt pile, the trench, 
and then shine the light directly into my goggled eyes, peering out from my Dallas Cowboys helmet, and then yelled, Armadiller, huh? I nodded in the affirmative and proudly held out the Nerf Master Turbo Blaster 9000 by Hasbro. He clicked off the spotlight, laughed, yelled out, Get her done! And then drove away. I smirked. You bet I was going to get her done. And then I waited and waited. Then, just as I was about to doze off, when Mickey Mouse's big hand was on the four and his little hand was on the six on my watch, I began to hear rustling in the grass about 30 to 40 yards from my position. This was it. It was about to get real. The man that would dig up 400 cubic feet of his lawn in order to stop a creature from clawing a four-inch wide hole in that same yard was locked, loaded, and ready to kick some armadillo butt. I'm thinking Dwayne Johnson or Chris Hemsworth should play me in the movie version, don't you think? So I clicked off my flashlight. My attack would come sniper style from the cloak of darkness. Before the armored dachshund would get his first grub of the night, I was about to ensure that it would soon meet a painful encounter with a flurry of colorful pink spongy nerf darts. Go big or go home. I fell to the edge of the trench, held out the gun, and began to scan the yard, squinting through the ski goggles in an effort to catch a glimpse of the elusive creature. A slow scan of the visible part of my yard revealed no signs of the grub-digging dachshund of death. And then, there it was. I squinted and could barely make out the shadowy shape of a small creature waddling out from behind our parked Toyota Highlander. My heart began to race. Sweat poured down my forehead and then trickled down the front of my ski goggles. I targeted the shadow with the Nerf gun and followed its movements as it waddled into my yard about 30 feet from my location. I slowly moved my figure onto the plastic trigger. The tension was palpable. I'll admit, there might have been a tiny amount of stress-related urine incontinence, but that's to be expected, right? I tracked my target across the yard. Come to Papa. Come to Papa, that's it, just a little bit closer. At about 15 feet, the shadowy little armored dachshund of death was now filling the sights of the toy Nerf gun. It was time. I leaped to my feet and yelled out, Cry havoc and let slip the dogs of war! I let loose with a lightning-fast volley of six pink, spongy Nerf darts screaming like a hysterical banshee in the process. The darts hit their target within seconds. Simultaneous screams were heard from myself and the startled creature. And then it was over. It was like the first 20 minutes of Saving Private Ryan squeezed into less than 10 seconds of violent chaos and mayhem. Now, I am typing this from the comfort of the nice Comfort Suites Hotel in the adjacent town. I did check into this hotel with the wife and kid after the battle. Uh, I'm in one room while the wife and kid are in a room on the floor above me. 
Now, my smart wife says it will take two to three days before the skunk odor will fully vacate our home, possibly 10 to 14 days before the odor has left my own body. And at that point, she might let me within 30 feet of her and the kid. Yep. Story was, it wasn't an armadillo that I had attacked that night. It was a soon-to-be-pissed-off innocent skunk. And here I was now, miles away, stinking up a hotel room, knowing full well that the armored dachshund from hell was probably further destroying my my yard at that very moment. The bottom line, if an armadillo starts taking up residence in your yard at night, just move, move. There is an appendix to the story. We flash forward to 2010. I am in Bolivia on a two-week South American trip with a firefighting charity called Global Mission Readiness, a charity started by my cousin Whitney's husband, Don, who was a fire captain in the Portland, Oregon area at the time. Don and I were eating lunch at an outdoor restaurant with our hosts in Santa Cruz, Bolivia, and we were indulging in many of the local delicacies. Our translator rattles off the name of one of the the dishes that had been ordered for us in Spanish, and we ask what that particular dish is. She says that it translates to the creature from the mountains. Now, we really don't know what to expect from, you know, as far as what the heck creature from the mountains could be, until the server emerged from the kitchen with the creature from the mountains on a platter. Don and I smiled. This plate uh, contained the instantly recognizable shape of armadillo shells. Soon, we were picking up the colorful shells and were holding them like you would hold a slice of watermelon. I'll tell you this. Armadillo tastes like pork chop. It wasn't bad. Surprised we don't have armadillo on the menu up here, especially in Texas. So in my idiot way, I got some revenge on my little yard digger back home. A few yards in Bolivia were now safer because Don and I had just eaten a few of the little armored dachshunds of death. But I finally got my revenge. And that is the end of the armadillo story. Again, that was a story that appeared on my blog uh, back in probably, I would say, 2007 or 8, somewhere in that vicinity. So I just thought I'd add a little bit of humor to your day. I'm not going to get into any of the serious subjects about my health or anything today. I just felt like posting something light. So I'll go ahead and end with this story, keeping this uh, a pretty short, short episode. Um, I'll see you all again in a couple days. And once again, thank you for listening. Have a good day. And this is Mark saying the idiot has spoketh.